Yo, 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 what is going on, podcast? Hope everyone is doing great today. Um, kind of just a little, first of all, I want to say a big thank you to you guys who have been reaching out to me about the podcast. Um, I just kind of looked this morning. I've got a bunch of, I haven't checked my emails this morning yet, but I've seen uh, a bunch of emails titled podcast and podcast. So I will be getting back to podcast um, uh, emails today, as a matter of fact. But just want to say a big thank you, guys. You know, anytime you guys reach out to me, it's always just such a great feeling, and I appreciate it. And I encourage you guys to do the same. Uh, tag me with when you're listening to the when you're listening to the podcast. Feel free to screenshot it on your phone. Tag me on Instagram. Uh, I'll repost it. I'll try to send you some love. And just thank you guys so much. It means a lot. But um, just just a little thought that I had today. Um, it's kind of I. Listened to this thing this morning, and I was like, okay, this is the podcast episode for today. And then as I went down from my home to the fruit market, walking around, getting some things, because here in France, you know, Saturdays is the big the big day of the marketplaces. Um, I went down to the marketplace, and I just had time to think about what was said in this interview. And it kind of just sparked a whole, made me take this thing in a whole different direction. Uh, basically, it was Matt Damon who was talking about his early success as an actor. And what they were doing was uh, they were asking him... You know, do all the struggles, how did it feel, all this kind of stuff. And one thing he said towards the end of the interview was just like, yeah, because the system is not is not made for you to succeed. And for me, it was like, whoa, that's so true. It kind of teaches you the skills to survive, you know. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll save that for another episode, but that's kind of what came to my mind. But then it made me think of something else for today, basically, um, which might help you guys a little more. And that is just like the the blueprint for success, like everyone, some people are trying to sell the method. They have online video courses, master classes, all this kind of stuff. But I think the most important blueprint for success that you should take is your own blueprint from your past. You know, because no matter what, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, uh, we were all successful in something. You know, and we, we all kind of look to other people to see what was their way to success. How did they do it from, how did they get successful from this place? And I think it's so different from everyone. Of course, you can read the stories and, and, and take something from all of them. But understand the most value you're going to get from discovering a blueprint for success is the, the ways that you've done it. That's worked for you. You know, and then once you find out what worked for you, find out how you can adapt that to right now at this point in your life with everything you have. For example, for me... The, the blueprint for success, the things that I do now, I couldn't have done three years ago. Like three years ago, no way I'm waking up at five in the morning. Impossible. That's not happening. Not at all. I was going to sleep at 530 in the morning, so there was no way that I was going to be getting up at five. So, I mean, it's it, 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 it's not it's not valuable for right now. But if I can take that success method that I had and just apply it to what and where my life is now, and if we do that, then that can that really drastically can improve our chances. Um, and when I, just to go back to you guys, about being successful, and we've all been successful, is something we all have, you know? Like, if you think about anywhere you've excelled for Americans, I know, I, I'm not 100% sure how the school system works in, in other countries, not 100%, not in middle school, because I didn't go to school here. Um, but there was a class in school that you liked, whether it was math, whether it was science, whether it was chemistry, whether it was, uh, I can't even, the social studies, history class. There's so many different classes, and you probably excelled in one. And if you can't think of one that you excelled in, such as myself, as I'm thinking now, you excelled in, like, the recess, the fun part, the the, um, the gym class when you guys just did sports and stuff like that. Or, or you, all, you all excelled in something. Maybe it was lunch. 
Something that simple. Or maybe if you can't even think to that, think of you excelled and when school was over. And then you go to why. Why did you like this part? Why did you why did you excel at this part? And most of the time it's because you liked it. That was kind of it. Like when you were a kid, you didn't care like, oh, well, if you do good in science, you can become a scientist. You can make millions of dollars. Like that's not really motivating. You want to have fun. You want to have a good time. And I think that you, when you follow that and you're, you were good at something and if you take it outside of school and you think about an extracurricular activity such as uh, playing an instrument or something like that, it's usually because you liked it was number one. And number two is you just worked on it a lot. And in your mind, it didn't seem like a lot because it was something that you loved. It was something that you liked, which is what I think is so, so important. Um, and before I forget, one of the things when it comes to really loving what you do, um, I found that it really works personally that I've been able to apply it to everything that I've done is understanding to loving the process and loving the results. And knowing that when you love the, the process, excuse me, that's the surefire way. That's the 100% way. And loving the process is, is enormous. But there are days when the process is tough. And that's are those days when I look to the results. So it's always process and results. And it's never looking about how far I've come. That's very rare. But like for me, it's like 70% of the time, it's loving the results. I mean, loving the process. Then the other 20% of the time is loving the results that comes from it. And then 10% of the time is just looking in the past and seeing how far I've come. And that's what motivates me to do what needs to be done for that. So when you look at anything that you've done in your in your past where you've been successful, you just kind of break down that blueprint because we've all been successful in something. And when you take that time and you realize that you really just enjoyed it, you weren't thinking about it, there wasn't pressure there, then that's the kind of formula you, you kind of follow to be successful at something else. You know, and, and you know that if you're not basing it on something that you love, then the time is definitely going to go slower. The least you love it, the slower time goes. It's just like being with the people you care about and that you love. Like you can be with them for a day, but it feels like nothing. You can spend an hour with them and it feels like a minute. You can spend a week with them and it feels like half a day. And it's because you really love it. You really enjoy it. And that's a good blueprint to see how much you care about something is how fast does the time go? You know, when you're at work, do you really love your work? Does the time go fast? Does it go slow? How does it go? It's a good judgment to see how much you actually really love what you're doing. I mean, there's some days for me when we're in training and all of a sudden an hour and 45 minutes have gone by in training. I'm like, whoa, that was so fast because I was just so in the moment, so in the process. Um, but then there's other days when I can promise you guys, for me, it seems like the clock is not moving. We've been running up and down this court for it feels like an hour and it's only been like three minutes. And that's just how it is sometimes. And I find that by following the your blueprint for what you've done and what you've been successful at, it will take some digging. It will take some thinking and going back in your past. And like I'm me, I'm 32 years old, and me thinking of something that I was really successful at takes me back to when I was like 11 years old and I was playing violin and I was one of the best people at playing violin in in my city where I lived at. And it was like that for three, four, five years until I stopped playing to change to a sport to play at 15. But you know, that's a, a time when I was successful in something. That's something that I don't think about. I don't play anymore. Of course, I still can, but it's not something that I'm actively doing. So that was something I really had to sit down and think like, huh, what did I do? How did I become successful with that? Uh, I really loved it when I think about it personally. And it's probably the same thing for you guys. You really loved what you did. 
Uh, there was a, uh, a competitiveness about it, whether you're competing with yourself or competing with other people around you. Um, there was also some kind of a joy, an end result that you got from all these hours that you put in. And then I think the final thing was that sometimes you got a little bit of recognition for it. Or you got a little bit of a pat on the back, maybe from someone you didn't know, maybe from someone you did know. But, you know, for me, I realized that in, you know, I used to think support was a huge deal. And it is. Don't don't get it wrong. But I've realized a lot of things that I've succeeded at, you know, it was a battle between me. You know, because when, when I'm at the gym at, when I was younger, I remember when I was in college, when I was at the gym at 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, there was nobody there. Like, there was no one there patting me on my back. There was nobody. It was so much visual in my mind that when I was in this gym, a lot of times, most, I want to say 90% of the time, the lights were off in the gym. Uh, and you just had the lights around on the stadium where people where people sit down, and that was enough to light up the court. And, you know, I just envisioned myself when I was there in complete silence, no one in this entire stadium. And it was such a visualization of what I wanted to achieve. Like, I'd shoot the free throw, and I, I'd look around, and I could see where thousands of people could sit, and I'd be like, wow, when this is full on Saturday, they're all going to cheer me on for making that shot. It was so much visual that I realized it wasn't about having that support system, that was, which is super important, which I believe. But for me personally, for my blueprint, my support system works totally different. My support system is different from what you would think as a normal support system. Normal support system, hey, you did a great job, blah, blah. This is great, and this is awesome. But my support system has always been different. The people who have supported me almost have no idea a lot of times that they supported me in, in back in the day because when I've had a long day of training and I can't walk and I'm super exhausted and I come and spend time with someone or with people, like for them supporting me means that we're just talking about, we're just having a good time. We're laughing, we're joking. We're not talking about basketball at all. Like I rarely ever talk about basketball um, because I'm just so in when I'm on the court. That's what I'm, that's that's how I am. I'm just, I'm, I'm so in on the court when I step off, I actually need to unplug. You know what I mean? Just as when I'm on the basketball court, I'm not talking about YouTube or travel or nothing like that. When I'm in the gym, it's only about working out. That's what I'm there for. And so for me, my support system was just having people to talk about other things other than basketball, you know, which is which is kind of which is kind of like a paradox because, you know, as much as I play, I love basketball when I'm walking around. This is what everyone that I don't know comes up and talks to me about when I'm going out in the day. People always walk up into me and ask about basketball, 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 basketball. And for me, it's like, ah, you know, I love talking about it. But at the same time, like I'm not on the court right now. I just finished a two hour training. My legs are tired. And like, you know, I'm not thinking about where we're ranked at, what, what's our, 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 I don't know, our goals for the season, all this kind of stuff. Like, I don't know these people that well who's just coming up to me on the street. So for me, my support system has always been just not talking about basketball. This is why YouTube for me is such a huge and a big deal because it's rare that I talk about basketball on there. And this is something that I love. And people, every once in a while, someone asks why I don't. And it's just because, you know, I, I really, I, I don't know. Because that's, basketball is what I do. It's not who I am. You know, YouTube and vlogging and sharing my life, that's who, I, that's me as a person. You know, so, you know, I do, of course, games and stuff like that because this is all important. But the little bitty things, and a lot of them are secrets. A lot of them is so much work that I put in that it's not, I don't want to share those secrets right now at this point. Um, not publicly. Of course, if someone, people send me emails, ask how can I get better at this? What can, of course, I'll always help these people out. But as far as me just going on there and documenting what I did and all this kind of stuff, that's, that's just not me. There's plenty of other people you can get that from. So it's about, at the same time, understanding your limits, understanding what it is that you want to talk about and you want to get out there to the world and, and understanding that, that 
things weren't made for you to succeed. I think when you can understand that, that it's the system's not built for you to succeed, it's kind of built to it's kind of built to filter you through, you know, to survive, to just do your role, kind of the whole matrix theory. And I think that when you understand that, you start realizing that um, when you when you really want to succeed, you got to go outside of the boundary. You got to get off of the assembly line. And meaning, like, while you're on the assembly line, and the assembly line is like, go to school, finish school, go to college, go to grad school, look, get an internship, get a job, have a family, have a house, get a car, take the kids to school, go to the soccer, like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with the assembly line. If you're happy on it, then it's fine. But one thing I always talk about and always try to show people is that understand that while you're there going through that system, that you can be working on your own thing on the side. So that when you want to get off this assembly line, you can at any time. You don't feel trapped because I feel like so many people feel trapped. That's that's a whole thing for another episode. But when you feel trapped is that do things on the side that 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 almost get you so you're so you're not even thinking about that you're on the assembly line. The assembly line is just kind of carrying you through. Your job is supporting your passion and then you're doing your passion on the side which keeps you happy. And then you're happy going into this job that you hate because it's supporting your passion. And you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like that kind of mentality. Um, but of course, like I say, that's, that's a, for a whole other episode. But it's just understanding that you can succeed at anything if you follow your own blueprint that you had in the past or something you succeeded at. Um, and that's kind of what I want to share. A little bit long podcast today, but it was just, there was just a thought that was on my mind. Um, now, as I told you guys, I'm on like a, like a only fruit before 12. Uh, I can't remember. I'm getting it from reading this book, uh, training, uh, no, uh, living with a seal. Uh, it's a guy who lived with a Navy seal for a month, um, with David Dobbins, I think his name is. Um, so I'm reading this book. So only fruit for 12 just came out from the market. Going to have some fruit. Relax. Hope this kind of brought you guys some value. Feel free to reach out to me. Screenshot it when you're listening to this. Tag me on Instagram. Put it in your story. Uh, just try to spread the message the best I can. And um, yeah, just want to say thank you guys. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys and uh, you guys taking the time. You guys who are listening to this every day. Like I upload this and there's people listening to it within a few minutes. Like guys, I can't thank you enough. You guys are amazing. That's all I can say. Um, So thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, everyone. I'll talk to you guys all later. And this is Luke from Luke Life Charms over and out.